Hi, everyone, and welcome to Retail Recorded by Colliers. I'm your host, Angie Solanke, National Director of Retail Services at Colliers for the U.S. Thanks for joining us. And as we continue into 2021, we continue our podcast journey. So joining us today, I'm very excited to have someone that I've worked with uh, over the last several years is Jasmine Johnson, Director of Diversity Inclusion at ICSC. Um, And the topic is extremely important, as we already know, and I'm not going to belabor that whatsoever, but I think it's important to really understand different points of view, hence the reason why I felt Jasmine would be ideal, not only to speak about this topic, but also speak about the thoughtful approach that she and her team and the founding members of within ICSE and all members within ICSE are looking at cultural diversity and how it plays a role and a part in our society and in our industry. So with that, Jasmine, I'm going to hand it to you because I'd love to hear more about your role and a little bit if you can just share about ICSC uh, and what ICSC is about. Not all our listeners are within the commercial real estate field. Thank you, Angie. First, I want to thank you all for having me. Um, I'm really excited to be a part of this conversation. Um, But to get started, ICSC is the largest membership organization serving retail real estate professionals. Uh, We have about 50,000 members, and our network is comprised of professionals from all sectors of the industry, including owners, developers, brokers, retailers, public sector officials. We have a number of college students and other industry service providers. Um, ICSC offers programs and services to really help our members develop relationships, facilitate transactions, share insight, and shape public policy and, and perception. Um, You know, since the pandemic, like many other organizations, we've evolved our programs and services to better serve our members in a virtual setting. Um, So we offer weekly professional development webinars, local and regional conferences, um, and sector-specific events. For example, we have a law conference, and we also host Center Build, Build, I'm sorry, which is an event um, for design and construction professionals. Um, So in my role as the Director of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion for ICSC, I'm really charged with ensuring ICSC is uh, promoting diversity, equity, and inclusion um, amongst our membership, supporting our members as they develop their own internal strategy, and really helping to um, build out the talent line of diverse professionals um, as we move forward. I I agree. I mean, I've been with ICSC, a member of ICSC now, gosh, I want to say almost 29 or 30 years. So for a very long time, and it's great to see, you know, the change, um, the commitment and the awareness around this topic. Uh, It is important because, you know, being um, a part of that diverse, diverse culture, I grew up you know, in a very different mindset, maybe from some other people. And so if I can share my point of view or share my opinions and it's um, accepted uh, in a respectful way, it's it makes it much more meaningful to do what we do and what we're all passionate about. And I know you're very passionate about what you do. So um, thanks for sharing that, Jasmine. So let's get into some of the questions. Uh, so, you know, when we look at your career journey that led you to ICSC, I know there was, you know, um, different things that you, you experienced along the way. Um, maybe you can kind of briefly share with us, 
you know, your tenure there at ICSC, some of the dedication, things that you've done as it relates to DEI um, initiatives, teaching, training, etc. You've done so much; it's just you know incredible and commendable as well. So let's let's dive into uh, one of the things that you're focused on now, and that is the Launch Academy, and uh, briefly describe what that is. Yeah, definitely. Um, so the Launch Academy is the ICSE's uh, foundation's newest talent initiative. It was designed to recruit and develop racially diverse college students for careers in retail real estate. Um, we recruited students from all over the country. Some of them enrolled in real estate programs, but many of them were not. Some of them are um, seeking degrees in finance, business administration, and other related disciplines. Um, and we decided that one of you know, we hear all the time, and I'm sure in the work that you do in talking to professionals from all over our, the country, you hear that there are so many different barriers to entry um, when it comes to our, our industry. So we really tried to eliminate some of those. So the criteria for the program was pretty lenient. Um, but again, we wanted to be able to attract as many students to the program as possible. So initially our goal was to secure seven to 10 internship opportunities. And today we are at 38. Um, with 26 ICSC member companies. And, and I think that's just incredible because you had um, a certain number in mind and if you, you've doubled it, um, and I'm sure this program is going to really create a lot of great chatter and positive movement. And so next year, I'm sure you're gonna hit even a higher number with that. Share a little bit about the benefits from your perspective. What do you think these students are going to gain um, and or develop through this process? Yeah, definitely. So first and foremost, exposure, right? Like I think we, we all agree that one of the biggest challenges when it comes to recruitment um, to our industry is that there's a lack of exposure in, in certain communities. So we want to expose these students to as much of our industry as possible. But in addition to uh, a paid internship with one of ICSC's um, sponsor companies, students will receive an industry mentor, uh, access to ICSC's member network. But in my opinion, uh, what really makes this program unique is the curated instruction being developed and um, instructed by industry leaders. I, I exactly. I mean, the more exposure you can grant these uh, grant individuals, the better to have real life experiences. It really creates more, um, you know, uh, a better understanding of the industry. I mean, I'm really proud to say that Collier's is a uh, sponsoring company. So we're very excited to sponsor two, one in Canada and one in the U.S. So. Um, I'm looking forward to continuing to see how the program grows. And also thank you for having me participate on the steering committee as well. Yeah, definitely. All right, so Jasmine, help us better understand, you know, why is it important? Yeah, so, you know, it's definitely important for the students so they have a better understanding of all of the different opportunities, career opportunities that are available within our industry. Uh, but this program, along with, all of the other foundation initiatives is really important to our industry uh, because our industry is aging. And the way it stands today, it does not reflect the communities we serve. Um, so we must build a diverse talent pipeline that is more in tune with tomorrow's consumer uh, and that will be able to help drive our industry forward. 
I completely agree with you. You know, there's always so many new ways of thinking and looking at um, a, a, a scenario or an issue or a problem and finding a, a different solution. I mean, look at all the innovation we've seen um, pre-pandemic, current, during pandemic, et cetera. So having these um, uh, diverse points of view, I think really I think in, enlighten um, how us, including myself, who's you know starting to mature in the industry, learn something new. I always learn from you know um, people who just enter our industry or from you know younger people because they, they definitely have a different point of view from that perspective. So let's ask the next question. So I'm just curious, you know, what three strategies did you deploy um, to help you during your career growth? That's a good question. I think specifically when it comes to my work at ICSC, I had to really step outside my comfort zone and I had to be willing to say yes. Um, and I, I see that as one strategy because sometimes saying yes does take you out of your comfort zone. Um, but, you know, when I first started with ICSC, I always tell the story about me attending my first um, volunteer leadership meeting and uh, being the only woman of color in the room. And right away, I saw an opportunity to add value to ICSC, and I wanted to support our efforts to really grow um, diversity, specifically at that time within our, our volunteer leadership. So when an opportunity presented itself for me to um, plan and manage our the ICSC diversity reception that happens at Recon, I took full advantage of it. Um, did I know exactly what I was doing? No. You know, I had never even attended um, the diversity reception. I think that was my second year at ICSC, but I knew that it was something that was really important, not only to ICSC, but to our members. So I jumped in and, and learned what needed to be learned. I talked to members, I, um, you know, just really allowed our members and their experience to guide me and to develop a, a reception that everyone was excited about. I think the next thing, and I know this sounds really cliche, um, but you know, never stop learning. I think learning is so important and, and figuring out new and different ways to learn. So whether it's through mentorship or attending industry and professional development events, reading books or research papers and articles, I'm just always seeking opportunities to grow professionally. When I first started in this um, position, um, I didn't have experience in diversity, equity, and inclusion. Um, I did, however, have experience in developing programs um, from the ground up and supporting underrepresented communities, but not specifically um, diversity, equity, and inclusion, and definitely not in the retail real estate space. Um, so I'm always looking to grow and learn as much as I need to know to be as efficient as possible um, while I'm doing my work and supporting our members. And the last strategy, I've learned to leverage my network. I will be the first to tell you I'm an introvert and the thoughts of attending a networking event can be overwhelming for me. However, I realized very early on my time at ICSC um, that you, know, you can't really be successful without access to a strong network. And not only you know, having a strong network is important, but bringing value to your network as well. So I try to be an asset when I can. I try to you know, bring value to those relationships and really support um, our volunteers, our members, um, you know, as much as possible. 
I think that's great. I really appreciate you being candid and sharing that, um, you know, those those three areas and and how you've actually identified, you know, something within yourself that you saw as, well, it's not my comfort zone, but I'm going to break out of it. I mean, each of the three strategies just described, Jasmine, actually kind of highlight, you know, how you look at things. And I think that's really, really brave to share um, that you said, you know what, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to take the risk. I'm going to jump out there and, and make it happen. And you've been extremely successful. I mean, I speak to a, a handful of um, the various ICSC members and your name always comes up. So, you know, it's, it's, you know, kudos to you and what you're doing because it's making a big difference and it's making a huge difference as it relates to the industry overall. So, so thank you for sharing. Thank you, Angie. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, I, I always enjoy working with you <laughs> as it relates to this. So I'm happy that I'm a part of your, your network there. Um, so, you know, when we look at ICSC and their strong commitment, as we've discussed, you know, to see the success um, and, and to see the success of the talent pool grow, you know, you are definitely a part of that movement. Um, but they also have the foundation. Can you maybe briefly share some insights around it? Uh, a few years ago, the foundation introduced the Talent Incubator Project. Uh, the Talent Incubator is designed to build a pipeline of bright and ambitious and diverse talent. Um, and it's comprised of several different initiatives, which we call the four ships. So we have scholarships, mentorships, university partnerships, and, and internships, of course. Um, last year alone, the foundation awarded $340,000 in scholarships to undergraduate and graduate students. And those scholarships include several diversity scholarships as well. Um, through the university partnerships, ICSE engages college students from 48 universities from across the country. Um, several of those institutions serve a more diverse student body. So we have universities like Florida A&M University, um, Rutgers University, the Newark campus specifically, and Cal State Fullerton is also um, an ICSE university partner. Um, and we've also structured mentor, a mentorship program uh, where we uh, connect industry professionals with college students from around the country. Uh, and this year we paired 100 mentor, mentee and mentor relationships. When we first started a few years ago, we were at 16. So to see that number where it is today is amazing. It shows a, a huge commitment from our members. Um, and we're just hoping to see that, that number continue to grow. And then the last initiative I'll talk about that is uh, managed through the foundation um, is the Fiala Fellowship. And that program was designed to help young women um, who are professionals, they're already in the industry, but it's, it's designed to help them make the next big steps in their career. And the fellow, um, it's one fellow is selected every year, and that fellow receives mentorship from four executive level um, female professionals, professional development, and access to a high level uh, network. Applica applications, I'm sorry, will open in October. So for your listeners who are between the ages of 25 and 35 and are looking for opportunity to be mentored um, and to really, you know, build out their network and take um, you know, the steps needed to develop their executive leadership skills, definitely go to ICSC's website and check it out. Um, and you can start getting your application prepared. I know October is a little way out, but 
a little ways out, but you know, definitely check it out. I think it's a great opportunity and something that I definitely would have applied for, um, you know, if it was available in, in my in my industry and the work that I do. Yeah, no, that's actually a really great one. I, I didn't I didn't even realize that that was available myself. But what I do like about it is that you're you know this is a global experience and you're bringing in you know a, a very global I mean component to it, which can be in itself quite diverse. Doing business in other countries is so different from doing business here in the U.S. Um, and we're also seeing so much movement within, um, uh, you know, younger people going from one country to another and really learning the craft within that country to expand to, you know, their horizons, etc. So I think it's, it's wonderful to share and just to even hear the continued commitment from ICSC and the foundation itself. Yes, definitely. Thank you. Yeah. So fun question. I always love ending with a fun question. <laughs> and so if you could be any retail brand, which one would it be and why? So Angie, I think this is the hardest question <laughs> you asked today. Um, if I had to choose, I'd say Target. Um, Target is it's always welcoming. It always has exactly what you need. Um, but more importantly, I, um, over the years in doing this work with diversity uh, and inclusion, I've seen Target continue to grow and find new ways to promote inclusion within um, their company, whether it's on the operations side or even within their real estate department. Um, they're really committed to the community and, and finding different ways to serve their, their consumer base. So I, I, have to, I have to choose Target. And I, I know there are other retailers doing similar work, um, but I was put on the spot, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's great. I mean, it's definitely a fan favorite. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you can definitely find pretty much anything there now. And I just actually discovered and was quite delighted by one of their um, new products. It's a yogurt uh, product and it was just fabulous. So um, it's a great brand and it's a strong brand and it's one that's actually continuing to um, continue and capture the hearts of many consumers. So uh, it's a great brand to follow and to be a part of if you were to, to flip over there. Um, so let's go ahead and wrap things up. So Jasmine, thank you again so much for joining me today here and providing, you know, just kind of your overview in terms of um, diversity and inclusion um, and equity and how it just all plays into, you know, where we're going and the shifts we're seeing um, just throughout the, the world. And it's really important to drive change and thank you for being that change leader. So at Colliers, we're always focused on our clients and sharing knowledge about the industry and core topics. Thank you again for joining us today at Retail Recorded at Colliers and stay tuned for our next podcast next month.